welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. Uh, we have our usual crew. We're a little later yeah. in the weekend. We got Adam, who is eating shells and cheese. Mm-hmm. We have Rhiannon, mm-hmm. who is watching a lot of uh, hurricane coverage. And we have me, who will be maybe a little more exhausted than usual, because... I'm it is, it's night. yeah you condense all 40 hours into one day i mean it's the sabbath it's your it's your super bowl your <laughs> you know 52 super bowls out of the year it's it's yours i will say i'm in a much better mood now than i was talking to eternals so maybe next time we talk eternals we schedule it around my food schedule okay um because yeah there were like, man people- this movie looks so dope there were several people who openly called for your firing last week, Adam. I saw that. I saw that. One of them even tagged me in it, so I appreciate that. Thank you for letting me know you would like me to be homeless and out on the street. So I appreciate yeah, it. Right, because we pay you anything. Right. Yeah. My my MND salary is what I can afford shells and cheese on my MND salary. <laughs> generic, not Velveeta, the generic yeah. shells and cheese, but hey, you know. It always nothing cr- wrong with a little our family mac and cheese in this household. It always cracks me up because when we do this pod, we have a couple principles. One principle is we do it for fun. Like mm. if we're doing it to become famous or to make money, we failed utterly. Another principle is we do it with each other because we just enjoy talking to each other. And we also are just honest. Like if we like something, we like it. We don't, we don't. So when people are like, you should get rid of Adam because he's so negative. He drags the show down. It's like, yeah, you I do. don't I know. know what we're doing here. Like, you do not understand the principles of this this podcast, which are not remotely based on, like, a capitalistic impulse to, like, drop somebody because two random internet people don't like him. Now, once we get access, our tones are going to change. But until we get access, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll do whatever the hell we want. Until we get that, you know, Charlie Cox interview or Vinny D interview or, you know, if we get the exclusive announcing daredevil season four we'll change the tone but until then you know screw eternals but we'll never get those exclusives because you're always coming to us like hey do we want to do this cool thing that'll get us lots of listeners and caleb and i are always just like ah that sounds like work (laughs) yeah people don't realize that adam is by far like if we ever get anyone to interview on this show it's usually because adam worked it out and if we get screeners it's because adam worked it out like I don't think people realize we all have our role and my role is largely just to get the thing on, on the internet every week. That's pretty much all I do. (laughs) I did get us Chris Brewster that one time. Yes, that's true. But it's probably our best interview. I mean, I love all of our interviews. All All of our interviews have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I really loved it when I did Matthew Rosenberg's interview. I felt like that was actually pretty good. Like it was a little different because it was just comic-y, but it was fun. I think he may have gotten in trouble for that one really with us i don't know but he like stopped doing all of his because he so this is that's the weird thing like he was doing hawkeye press hard and hard and hard and hard and he was doing any podcast he can then like right after us then we started talking about eating the jetsons then he just (laughs) (laughs) just, i can't believe it's us (laughs) i they employ chip zadarsky right they're not they're not gonna Maybe they will. I don't know. That was his last major Marvel book, though. So maybe MND caused his downfall. I oh, hope not. He's writing Batman or something now. He just had a Superman or Batman story, I think, at DC. But yeah, Zadarsky is writing Batman. Is but he? maybe, maybe there. I mean, maybe there's 
multiple Batman titles. I don't know. There are, but, there are thousands. Yeah. I just saw the other day that, uh, or today on Twitter, was he the best man in Donnie Kate's wedding? Is that right? Rosenberg? Rosenberg? Was he? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I think I saw that on Twitter. There's that and picture. If not, of... I'm totally inaccurate. I have no idea. Right. There's that picture of him, Donnie Cates, and Charlie Cox chilling at a baseball game somewhere. Did not see that. All right. Let's talk about news. Um, well, we'll do the, the old traditional format of the show. There's not a lot of news, but the biggest thing I did want to talk about is apparently we're getting a Halloween special werewolf by night on Disney plus that's going to have a, a Latino lead. Um, Adam, I don't know anything about this character. Do you want to like give us like werewolf by night seems to be a werewolf that doesn't seem to be hard, yes. but is this the second version of the so werewolf? It's or? super interesting. Um, everyone says it's werewolf by night. I'm not convinced it is um, just to be, what do you call it? Um, contrarian yeah contrarian that's exactly the word i was thinking of um so it's in i mean there's jack russell who's the main one and then they just interest they're not interested they just introduced um an indigenous version um last year might have even been this year and everyone's thinking well that must be werewolf by night but the casting call is strictly for a latino actor so it seems like we're kind of muddying or murkying the the waters a little bit there so i'm not sure we we know it's for a halloween special the rap um lizzie hill initially reported werewolf by night is up for a disney plus show um and then when um umberto reported his stuff he suggested insiders with the knowledge thinking maybe werewolf by night um so that's kind of where we're at werewolf by night is kind of a supporting i mean a punisher-esque type anti-hero um moon knight started in his series um and yeah he turns into a werewolf by night i loved yesterday like which is saturday for those listening to the pod later like this all hit like wednesday or thursday and then on saturday variety put out a piece they're like we can independently confirm that this is true they're like yay do you want a participation trophy variety like way to independently confirm a story that the whole internet talked about 48 hours ago you gotta do what you gotta do um it is super interesting to see which casting breakdowns and casting grids make to light because i was talking to someone this week um i'm not even sure if i mentioned it to you guys i can't remember who it was or what it was about but it was a kind of big reveal that was on a casting grid and that hasn't come to light yet so it's just weird which ones do um i'm more interested in kind of the format they're going with with the halloween special you know we're, we know we're getting guardians christmas special we know we're getting a halloween special so are we going to end up getting like um you know everyone says speaking midnight suns is in the news is it going to be the type of thing where instead of doing a werewolf by night show instead of doing a ghost rider show we're doing this like one episode anthology that leads up to the thing because i mean werewolf by night probably doesn't need his own show you know and a lot of these characters probably don't need their own show so are they going to just get like an hour special before leading into this team up you know instead of going full defenders because we saw how that ended i think that could be fun like a one hour special of some of these characters that 
that we aren't sure we need a whole season of or a whole movie for. Yeah. But to give them, you know, I don't know. It it strikes me as a weird, like, um, it seems like an interesting branding thing. We've talked about how like TV shows and movies and series and limited series, like it's all kind of collapsing into just like a thing. Like it's just all content. You know, like how long is a holiday special before it's just a movie? And like, uh-huh. is Kevin Feige allergic to calling something a Disney Plus movie because of his stance on movies or for theater? You know, like it'll be weird if we're like, oh, it's a holiday special that's 92 minutes long. Oh, you mean it's a Disney Plus movie? You know, uh-huh. like that's that to me is very goofy where we're at with all uh-huh. that stuff. I mean, what is the thing? Yeah, 90 minutes is a movie, right? Anything under can be whatever. I mean, Game of Thrones episodes, there were some that went 70 to 80 minutes, I believe. Um, yeah, I also think it's fascinating that all of these properties are getting their own, like, title. I mean, the Marvel Universe will be almost the same. I don't know. I mean, I guess they are so distinctly different than if it was just, like, the weekly marvel show and you know for this pod it's wanda you know and and you know now we're moving into what's going on with falcon and winter soldier you know like it's fascinating that they are trying to give every brand a unique individual brand even if it's just one halloween special it strikes me as being really bizarrely based on like stupid stuff like how it looks when they put the tiles on the screen or like you know like their ability to sell it as sign on for disney plus we have over five thousand titles if they just yeah. made it marvel presents and they had different like stories on it that would be one title but if you break it all into separate shows with their own thumbnails then you can fill a page with look at how much stuff we have and that sounds to me very cynical, but it seems like maybe it's part of what's going on. I mean, the, the um, one shot all held the king took front page status this this week, you know, and most people were treating it like it was a new thing. Like, oh, look at that. They released a Shang-Chi prequel or something, you know, so hashtag content. Do we have any other news this week? I feel like that was I mean, we'll get to trailers, but uh, I think that was the big stuff. I don't remember there being any other real news. No. So let's talk about trailers. Let's start with the actual trailer. At long last, the No Way Home trailer did release after much shenanigans. We can talk shenanigans in a minute because we're gossipy about that kind of stuff. But um, what did you guys think? Was it worth the wait? Are you fine? Are you you pleased with the No Way Home trailer? I enjoyed it. And... And we made our predictions last week. It was kind of normal Peter Spidey stuff. And then boom, things happen. It did have Tom Holland in it. You got that correct, Rhiannon. Right. Right. And I promise I did not know anything. I I was pretty close. I said we'd have Alfred Molina and it'd be in the stinger. And there wasn't technically a stinger, but it was the last thing in the trailer. True. True. 
You watched um, the leak, didn't you? You watched the leak before it leaked. I I did not. I was waiting for somebody to like get like uh, the ant playing drums as the post credit and Ant Man and the Wasp angry, just because I got lucky. But no, none of that. Um, I mean, overall, I enjoyed the trailer. It was it was exactly kind of what I was wanting, exactly what I was kind of hoping for, and the the feel of the movie. I'm I'm good with it right now. Yeah. Now, Rihanna, we need to talk a little bit about this. There was great investigation of some some forearms and some bellies to see if it's possibly Charlie Cox in any of those uh, scenes inside the police station, correct? So, okay. So we didn't have any insider info on the trailer, but a rumor did make it to me that the trailer could contain... Peter in jail, interrogation room, something, and body parts of a person whose head would not be visible, which we got. Yep. Um, so some of the crew behind the scenes that saved Daredevil, we were prepared for this investigation, and it took us all of three milliseconds to go, that's not Charlie. Um, but it has been, hel- I-, I mean, lovely. I mean, not i mean some of the conjecture has been hilarious but the internet seeing all of the people trying to make that forearm and that little punchy gut charlie cox has been hilarious and i love it i mean i love i love everybody's hopefulness and how much they want it to be him and i personally do not think it was him i don't think that forearm is him i don't think that gut is him i don't think the person walking with crossed arms like, if you're like, oh, it's Matt Murdock because he doesn't have the cane. Like, no, he's there in front of police officers. He's going to be using the cane. Right. Like, I but- do have, I have been a little concerned, a little disappointed even in Save Daredevil. Yeah. The body shaming of whoever is in that photo <laughs> where you mm-hmm. continually refer to this as a mm-hmm. gut or a pouch or whatever. <laughs> if that guy's got a gut. I don't know what any of the three of us have. I mean, because people are like, no, he's way too fat to be Charlie Cox. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Hashtag cancel, hashtag save Daredevil. That's that's where we're going. I I did put out an apology to whoever has got that belongs to. Um, (laughs) It's a nice gut. It's just. Yeah, yeah. There's no shame in that gut. It is just. um, You know. A little more it's, dad bod than daredevil yeah I, and yeah i mean not even dad bod i mean it's it, it, and it could even just be not a tightly enough fitted shirt okay. like people really have pointed out like oh the shirt could just be you know poofed out and i'm sure it i'm sure marvel did not hire a porky yeah. whatever is in the scene um and I totally, yes. You know, there were people that were like, well, it could just be tricky editing. And when we actually see it, yes, there could be a scene where Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock is throwing papers on the table. And, you know, yeah. I, I do not think what we saw in the scene was Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock. Um, Big that credit doesn't mean- to Disney if they actually CGI'd a little stomach onto this guy. Right. You know, like that would be above and beyond. Yeah. I mean, and and if they did, we're still not, you know, what we saw was not what people are saying they're seeing. So um, 
I mean, and just before anybody comes at me, I, I do believe and hope that Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock is in this movie. Um, I mean, that news came from our Charles Murphy, our friend Charles Murphy. Um, I, I choose to believe it. I hope, I don't think we'll get anything firm until the actual movie. Unless, you know, Charlie has another TV show and he's doing a bunch of press this next week. So unless Adam draws it out of him in some interview, if we're allowed to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's interviewing Charlie Cox this week. So, you know, whether he uses the 43 questions I've sent or not. um, Um, So we'll start there. I might get one in. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to be like Charlie. I'm not sure if you've been like keeping up the news, man. But uh, in the Spider-Man trailer, there's a scene where there there's some Caleb dropped off. Caleb. No, I'm here. Okay. Um, you know, there's a scene with some forearms on. What do you have to say to the millions of Marvel fans who are currently, you know, breaking down your forearms and cross-examining them with those in the trailer? Mm-hmm. And if he says what the hell are you talking about we'll just end the interview there it's, uh, we'll see he's like yeah he was really easy to get too he was like the fourth or fifth bill on the amc thing and they're like you want him like yeah really yes. they didn't yeah. like amc didn't think you would want to interview him i don't know they pushed other people on us. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I should not i'm not sure if i should be saying this but amc <laughs> i mean yeah whatever i mean <laughs> That's what people come here for is the insider scoop. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's why we're Marvel News Desk. It's not yes. because we tell the news. It's because we talk about the crap that goes on behind the scenes. Exactly. And no one listens to us, so they always miss out on major, major scoops. And yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, Adam, what'd you th- did you enjoy the trailer? Do you feel like it was it was what we expected? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. I do have... Oh, I don't want to fight with you, Caleb. I do have so You're many right. questions about Doctor Strange's character and all that so i don't think strange is strange and all that other stuff i mean it's a teaser it was a good teaser um i went back and watched the loki finale after this and i think it makes less sense now but we we have to watch and see what the no way home finale does with the multiverse and things of that nature you know we've gotten a bunch of teases we got green goblin teas we got electro teas sandman teas uh lizard teas um then of course the doc Ock reveal and he looks like he hasn't um aged a day they did bring in um a new vendor um for that so that's interesting normally they go to this one vendor for the de-aging thing but marvel news desk can exclusively confirm it's not that vendor that did offer melina's visual effects um i feel like they did him a little favor I feel like they shaved some po- some pounds off him too. Speaking oh, of sure. bodies, no, he no, looks skinnier sure. yeah. than he did when he was in Spider Man too. Absolutely, yeah. They they kind of jacked him up a little bit. He's been, yeah. We'll see, man. I I have a lot of questions about what's going on. Um, we'll see. The biggest trailer of all time within twenty four yeah. hours. Um, this this movie's going to be huge. We'll we'll see. I mean, we might have. Shang Chi and Eternals and No Time to Die and um, what else is even coming out this fall? It's about it, right? Uh, still Venom now, I guess. Still Venom, yeah. yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I knock on wood. Everything 
you know, flattens out by the time December comes around. Yeah. But it might be a huge movie. It might be a tremendously large movie. None of the other ones have crossed a billion yet, right? No, uh, no way. Um, far from home. Yeah. Went across a billion. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, a billion is going to be tough in this market, regardless. You know. You'd think, uh, particularly internationally, is the big challenge. Right. You know. So I know I love I loved it. Um, the electro lightning was amazing because it's not that blue witchcrafty type stuff. Um, it actually looks like lightning, which is crazy. Who would have thought electro would shoot lightning? <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm digging it so far. I was really excited that this looks like a re- a true like strange Spider-Man like team up movie. Cause for me in the comics, they were, there was always this affinity between those characters. Maybe it's because they're both Ditko creations or what, but strange and Spidey have just always clicked for me. And when I knew that Dr. Strange would be in it, but you know, strange has been in movies like, like he was in Thor Ragnarok and it was fun, but it was, it was a day's worth of work for Benedict Cumberbatch probably or two. And it was finished. Like he's in it for five minutes or you could be in it. Like uh roadie was in talking to the winter soldier, you know, like a scene, but everything we're seeing suggests that this is as much of a combo movie as like any, uh, it's up there with like Thor Ragnarok, as far as it really is two characters that are both getting the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super fun. I think that's exciting. And we've talked about how solo movies aren't even really solo movies anymore. And for fans of strange and I love Dr. Strange more and more. Every time I watch Dr. Strange, you know, on my rewatch, I like it more. The idea that we're going to basically get two strange movies in about three months of each other, I think is awesome. Like I'm ecstatic about that. And so that part I thought was pretty cool that he is so integral into everything. Granted that he may, there may be something going on there or not, you know? No, it's, that's great. You know, and it brings up a good solo point. I mean, of course, they didn't put Toby and Andrew in it. They're both in it. Charlie Cox is in Spider-Man. Uh, Lizard's in Spider-Man. Thomas Hayden Church is in Spider-Man. Jamie Foxx is in Spider-Man. Um, they're not going to show all those in the teaser, right? Um, now, is that William Defoe's voice? That's the Did other thing. That? Some people some people said James Franco, but there's no chance in hell James Franco's going to be in this. <laughs> what with what, what's going on? I mean, James Franco's not going to have a job in the yeah. foreseeable future. The only thing Franco's going to be in is like the new Kanye West album, probably. Probably. <laughs> that drop, by the way, have you listened yet? No? I haven't listened yet, no. It's, I haven't. I haven't either. I've been nervous. Um, <laughs> but no, it's... It's it's going to be huge. I mean, we say Avengers level stuff, and we probably won't get a movie. Um, you know, we've said this before. We won't get an Endgame level movie again until Russo Brothers Secret Wars. You know, but most of these movies are going to be on the level of Civil War. Um, you know, with Spider Man, um, we're going to have three Spider Men. We're going to have Doctor Strange. Wong was in. It. We didn't know Wong was in it until the trailer. You know, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if people assume that because of Doctor Strange, um, but Wong's in it. Um, and then look at that everything that's going on with dr strange eternals has an ensemble um well the detective work that makes the most sense to me you know we do have doc ock saying hello peter Mm -hmm. unless he's met tom holland peter somewhere along the line in the movie you would think that has to be like toby Maguire peter Mm -hmm. because 
we, when we see pictures of Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland, they are clearly different people. Right. So the idea that this Doc Ock would see Tom Holland once and be like, well, that's Peter Parker is obviously ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, like to me, that is a pretty well-reasoned argument outside of rumors and casting and all that right. stuff. It is super interesting, though, that we always just always take trailers at face value. We know how much they edit trailers. I mean, Far From Home just shoved um, Holland in a completely different suit, you know, and we always take trailers at face value when it's clear. I mean, those could be on two opposite sides of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Like I really think the Dr. Strange stuff that we got is way out of order and mixed up. You know, we see him doing the spell and then him telling Peter the problem is he's living multiple lives. And then, you know, I really think we get a lot of this stuff in a different order. I I, I think the trailer is really one. Yeah. I'm with you, Adam. Like some of the stuff we probably will never see, like maybe the guy slamming the papers, but I, I also think it is just very much mixed up to confuse people. Yeah. The other thing I'm really interested in, we'll see, you know, there's been Spidey stories. I feel like the recent Nick Spencer run even did this where somehow Peter Parker and Spider-Man get split into two distinct bodies. Like, so Peter can be Peter and Spidey can be Spidey. And when I heard that line where strange can't said, you can't live two lives. It almost makes me wonder if they'll do that where like, We'll have uh, we'll have um, not Tom Hiddleston. That's Loki, but we'll have um, you know the guy who plays Spider Man, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Like you'll have like a Tom Holland split screen kind of thing where there's Tom Holland Spidey and Tom Holland Peter Parker, and they're both coexisting to try to like prove to people that they're different. And he's like been magically split into two entities. And that's part of what causes the shenanigans. I also kind of, it sounds like they're doing the Charles soul daredevil um, thing of the erasing everybody knowing that he's daredevil. Like, I don't know if that's ever happened in the Spidey comic, if, mm-hmm. if you know, but, but it, it's kind of sad that they're using it on Spidey for that. If they are, if, you know, if it's not something that's used all the time in the comics um, and not saving it when inevitably everybody knows who Daredevil is because he's crap at hiding his identity. Well, no, they've, but. they've done it, Rhiannon. It's uh, it's called uh, one more day. Okay. And in it. Do you know who allows Spidey to get a secret identity back? Yes. Make the wildest guess. Yeah, who just, allows yeah. it? Yeah, who does the the stuff to let Spidey get his secret identity back? Is it Mephisto? It's Mephisto. Absolutely. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was Agatha all along. Yeah. So it, it's oh no, dude. Already, I've seen people like no seriously, this time. This yeah. time it's Mephisto. There's even like the devil horns on the yeah. one Peter poster. Yeah. Oh jeez, Caleb, you've you've read Dante's Inferno though. I mean, hell's the layer of ice, right? And the sanctum is all covered in ice. People are saying, "Oh, that's because Hulk broke the window." But you're telling me in the X years since Hulk broke the window, they haven't used a spell to right. fix the window, and they're just letting it snow inside the sanctum. This My is goodness. actually a classic Greek idea too. Greece, yeah. uh, Greek mythology had a place called Tartarus that was like mm-hmm. hell, but it was freezing cold. So. 
So I, that's it's weird. I mean, Caleb had a fantastic Twitter thread on uh, Strange doing stuff he's not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still it still feels a little weird with Strange, and it doesn't help. Rihanna brought up the point where that even the magical part was edited really weird like it was skipping and jumping Uh and yeah sorts of stuff and it just it felt off yeah Um, well and then there's the meme that's really cracked me up where peter's like what about all these people who i love who who, who are gonna (laughs) not know and (laughs) strange is like just tell them again and directed by john John (laughs) i like that that is a very simple you know way through it yeah yeah, I, I I I have faith that in the end it'll all make sense. Um, and the, uh, yeah, it's re- weirdly edited. I mean, because there is in the scene where Strange does the out of body thing for Pete Peter, um, where he's in the Spider Man costume, and for some reason his body leaves the costume fully clothed in street clothes, which makes uh-huh. no sense to me, unless they're splitting them up into Peter Parker and Spider Man uh-huh. separate entities. Mm-hmm. Inst- Okay, sure. But so his like ethereal self is like fully clothed in street clothes and not oh, anyways. Um so when they do that scene, Strange has his full normal costume on. Like it's not like the hoodie sleepover strange. Mm-hmm. He has his real costume on. And then yeah. he loses the cloak when he's chasing Spider-Man with trains. Oh yeah, that whole train thing. I was like, "Whoa, why are we in Colorado or wherever?" Like that was yeah. that's that's a little jarring. So it, yeah. yeah, there's some weird, weird editing there's shenanigans. Going on. Shenanigans. Would they, go, would they go so far? This sounds crazy. They wouldn't put any footage from Multiverse of Madness in this trailer just to really screw with us, would they? Probably not, because Sony has nothing to do with it. That's I'm true. guessing Sony technically owns the trailer. Yeah. But Marvel got to be involved in the trailer making, right? Well, uh, Feige said that they were collaborating. There was a collaboration, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. So did you guys watch the shenanigans trailer? No. So I did not watch the leak. Yeah, we should talk about that. So the trailer leaked a night ahead. I never watched Adam. Was it basically the same trailer? Same exact one. Um, I thought it was unfinished, but it was just the sanctum covered in eyes. And that's why it looked like it was unfinished because there was gray backgrounds and stuff. Maybe there's some stuff at the end that was still unfinished. Um, I watched it on mute on a subway platform as it felt like it was intended to be watched. Yeah. Uh, John Watts had fantastic humor about it. I though. loved he posted it. the trailer through his phone um right after it debuted, so that was good. But uh he even had the landscape and the the yeah, yeah portrait orientation of the that like was, viewing um, different phones. Which for the so, I mean if I mean for those that didn't watch it, the leaked trailer was like somebody videoing the video playing on another phone. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it was like one was landscape, Diagonal one was portrait. Crooked, and, yeah. yeah. But we've talked about, it's so bizarre. Like, pretty clear. I, I, we're not talking outside of school. This is obvious if you dig at all. Someone who worked at a special effects company mm-hmm. somehow got a copy of this to a Twitter scooper type mm-hmm. and then put the, someone put that scooper's name on it. 
So like both of their names were on the leak. Yeah. And then pretty quickly that scooper's Twitter ceased to exist. And there were public statements by people he's written for that are like, no, we no longer, you know, we disavow any knowledge of what's going on here. It was a really bizarre, to me, it was kind of just messed up. Like, I don't know why you do it. It didn't help anybody out. Nobody wants to see it that way first. And unfortunately, I'm sure somebody lost their job. Somebody else had their Twitter existence scraped out of existence, either by Twitter and or themselves. We don't know. Like Thousands of followers right down the drain. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Going to have to release more scoops to get those followers back on a whole new account. (laughs) To me, that was just, it was just, it was weird. And I think you guys would agree. Like, we don't want this, right? Like, we're starting to get to the edge of this is so out of control. It's just like, I don't know. I'm ready to shut the scoopers down. I had to mute one yesterday because they were like, oh, hey, here's what happens in Multiverse of Madness. And I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need to know. Like, I would like so, something. I mean, the, the biggest leaker of them all or the biggest spoiler of them all used to write for Variety and is now employed by Netflix, which is just entirely bizarre. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought we got way too overboard when everyone started their Patreons and then we started a Patreon and I think it's okay, you know. So, uh <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want to uh But we don't provide black, scoops but... to our Patreons. Right. Maybe In we fact, should. We don't really provide much to our Patreons. <laughs> you still, <laughs> you still maybe, should sign up. Maybe we should provide scoops to our Patreons. Should. All that stuff Adam wants to talk about on the um, yeah podcast. I even tried, guys. Like listeners, I tried. I posted a list this week, and I I ran it by these two. I said, you know what? Let's drop the list on on M and D. And these, but these are things you know is going to happen, right? Oh, it's just rumors and stuff like that. Like, can I say who? No, I won't say who it was. It's all on Twitter. Uh, Doctor Strange too. It's all on Twitter. It was the big news this week about a certain certain oh yeah that that person. rumor yeah um and there was another rumor on that list that i could that i that i've heard from another source right. yeah. so these are the list is full of rumors i, I might do the deal where i get up to ten thousand followers and i drop it because i am now uh selling my body for <laughs> followers for followers yes <laughs> does your girlfriend know about this uh yeah she also follows me so i think she knows okay. she's brought she's, up some questionable she's in on it. yeah that <laughs> i've quickly deleted because i forget my girlfriend follows me on social media does she check social media i mean like some people follow she and then they not. just never for really being, look at it for being you know and uh, see i'm not sure we're the same generation are we in the same ge- what generation are we? i'm not meaning to call you too old but you are i'm a millennial if, you know, i own a printer <laughs> I also own a printer. Caleb's the only one that doesn't own a printer. We're, we're leaking all sorts of inside stuff. I had not mentioned Adam's girlfriend yet because I didn't know if that oh, was I'm like sorry. canonically in the pot. No, it's fine. So it can that's... be edited out if he didn't want it. No, I don't care. It's no, it's totally fine. And I... our printer talk. I mean, these are all things that are in the secrecy <laughs> of places that not all our listeners go. So I, was, I told you guys I've been listening. I've been watching this New Orleans news channel all day. Like I turned it on at like six o'clock this morning. Because I thought that's when the storm was supposed to hit. And there was at like six, seven o'clock this morning, they had like this older southern um 
woman as as one of the reporters out on the field you know like talking about how how heavy the wind's gonna and when older i just mean you know not like the 20 year olds that that i see almost everywhere else and but one of the women like they had another woman that was out and she was like I weigh 145 pounds is as you can see I'm getting blown around and then they cut to this other woman and this other woman was like we are not telling our weight on live tv we did not agree to this ahead of time Susie (laughs) I am 146 pounds (laughs) she was like I can't believe she just did that that's funny that's so funny funny. so yeah all right, well, cool. That's that's Spider Man. That's the trailer. It's finally here. Stop Woo-hoo. harassing people at Sony. You know, give them another week or two off before you start fussing about the second trailer. I'm sure that'll start soon enough. They uh, totally omitted a poster for whatever reason. Yeah, it's weird. Well, Usually posters come out same day, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, they got to keep the hype up. I mean, if they don't, you know, save something. If people start oh, sending death threats over the poster, now we'll have a problem. Also, why is a teaser three minutes long? Yeah. I I'm still listen, I still think there's a chance that this is all we get. Maybe I'm really? wrong, but I think it's possible. Uh Cineworld posted um a hundred and fifty minute runtime. Yeah. Yeah, it's all somewhere else, two, two and, and a half, half hours. hours. Yeah. Which is the second longest in the entire franchise behind Spider Man three, I believe. Oh, that's not a great sign because that movie is way too long. Six I, minutes longer. We, I remember we got Spider-Man 3 and the first Transformers movie in, our, in the same like Netflix delivery back when you used to get DVDs mailed to you back in the day. And we watched them back-to-back nights. And Spidey 3 helped me like Transformers because I was like, at least it wasn't an over-fat three-hour-long <laughs> piece of crap like that Spidey movie. Right. <laughs> Transformers one's good. I mean, it's just yeah. solid, good old CGI. It's shorter. Goofiness. I mean, if nothing yeah. else, it's like what an hour and forty five or something. You know, that's why I never got. What's that one? Uh, Hotel Artemis. It's like an hour and twenty minutes, and people are like slamming it. I'm like, what did you lose by watching it first? Hotel Artemis rocks real yeah. hard. Um, and second, it's like an extended episode of television. That and uh, Taken is similar. I think Taken's mm-hmm. eighty seven minutes long. You know, like. Just trim all the fat. Just give me all the action. I'm there. Give for us it. all these holiday specials. Here we go. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. The Jack Russell holiday special. It's coming. Uh, so let's talk about what if. So I loved this episode of what if. Like this was the episode of this show that was like, oh, this is why this thing exists. And I like this. I don't know about you guys. I really thought it was good. How did you guys feel about it? It was just depressing. <laughs> I mean, it was just like everybody dies and it wasn't Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Um, I did like the twist, though. I like. I mean, I liked, you know, how it was happening. You know, the, the end of the mystery at the end. Um, but I just found it sad. Adam, did you enjoy it? The Hulk exploded. They made the Incredible Hulk. Mark Ruffalo's Incredible Hulk from the Incredible Hulk, mind you. Or they put Mark Ruffalo in the Incredible Hulk. Exploded. And his insides are green. Who would have thought Gamma turned your intestines green? 
Oh, we know he bleeds green, right? What's that? We knew his blood was green, didn't we? So he gets nicked somewhere in one of the movies. I don't know. But that turns all of his guts green, too. Anyway, we saw Hulk guts, which was cool. Michael Douglas was fantastic. I love how they gave him the classic costume, too, the classic yellow jacket costume. Um, Yeah, it does seem that as the, you know, AC Bradley and the writer... First off, I'm not convinced there was an actual writer's room for this. I think, was it just AC Bradley that wrote it all? Did she write every episode? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Um, You can tell they, like, um, not lose control, but get more comfortable with getting zanier with each episode. Yeah. Um, You know, from one to two to three till four, which is insane. It's uh, it just gets zanier. So are you getting screeners every week now, Adam? From now on out? No, I got four because they wanted us to watch four before uh, Junket tomorrow. I'm doing a Junket tomorrow with um all the below the line people. Okay. Um, Ryan Minerding is like the lead talent for that too because he was head of visual development or design or, or something like this and. Come hell or high water, I'm gonna get a Shumagorath name drop. So we'll we'll see. No, so episode four was just special, and we knew it was gonna be Doctor Strange because the Disney side had the pictures, the gallery up. Um, still is kind of weird. What ifs a weekly release though? They should have just done it all at once. Yeah, I um, I think the thing that's so interesting to me about this episode three. So I like, you know, we've talked about this a million times. I like Disney-ized Marvel. Like, I enjoy PG-13 Marvel, and I enjoy the fact that they're building a universe where, like, deaths really matter. And so, but but it does some things. Like, Michael Douglas had to be cleaned up from the worst of Hank Pym in the comics because there's no way they were going to do comic Hank Pym in these movies and we're never going to see Hulk exploding into a big thing of green guts in a Marvel movie made by Disney. And they're going to be very careful with the characters and they're very slow to kill anybody off because they don't want to lose the potential of another franchise down the road. And I'm okay with those things, but they are like, I admit that they are limits to the storytelling of Marvel movies and this was the first week where I'm like, oh, what if can be an outlet to tell some like dark, scary, different, weird, you know, like it allows us to take these characters and put them into something that does not have to be so carefully like manicured for this corporate entity that is Disney. And so there's sort of something a little punk rock about it to me. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, the idea that they really can do something nuts and they can do something on these shows that they'd never be able to get away with in the movies. I didn't think about that with agent Carter. Cause agent Carter was so close to the movie pot. And now I'm realizing, Oh, this place, this, this show could go really weird spots and we could end up in totally nuts endings by the time this is all finished. And I guess it just opened up for me. Something about this week finally made stupid Caleb go, oh they can do crazy stuff in this that'll be really fun and so something about this show just uh, this episode just kind of clicked all that on for me you know for sure um 
this week too, Brad Winderbaum said that they do fully intend to do one episode of What If per year. So it sounds like they have a at season. Least, yeah, the episode or yeah. At this rate, probably an episode. I don't know. Yeah, no, if one season per year. So it sounds like I mean they've only announced season two, but it sounds like it's you know far beyond that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they could go. They do get. Crazy. I mean, they could go anywhere with it. So. Uh, what haven't we seen? We haven't seen Stranger Strange. We haven't seen Killmonger Stark. We haven't seen Gamora. We haven't seen the zombies, and zombies. we haven't seen Peter with the cloak. Though I get the sense that's maybe the same as the zombie episode. I don't know. It is. Yes. Um, zombie Hunter Spider-Man is what he's right. called. Um, Paul Rudd. And then there's another Hulk episode, too, that wasn't... Maybe he was with the uh, Ultron bots or something. Oh, yeah, because there's Ultron getting the stones, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then there's Party Thor I keep hearing about. I don't Uh, know what that means, but... There's so much left. We get six six episodes, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they'll collapse them to some... I mean, some of those things go together in ways that we don't probably understand, so... Wow. I feel like that's... That's it. Do we have anything else to say about what if? Well, it's shaping up to be pretty cool, pretty groovy. A little cool, little groovy, cool, little groovy little show. Cool, I mean, little groovy show. I would say we've talked about people who are not great at voice acting and those that are. I didn't love Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston, no surprise is great at voice acting you know Mm -hmm. like i enjoy that was so clearly loki it's also been very interesting how the art lines up like when you see colson there is zero doubt that is clark greg colson but natasha looks nothing like scarjo it was almost like that was a choice you know yeah yeah i mean so like are they choosing but on the other hand, like Bucky Barnes to me didn't look anything like Sebastian Stan. But it, yeah, is it a choice? Are they intentional? I mean, like, do they, are they trying? I mean, this, I know this was done years ago, so I know they're not trying to distance themselves from ScarJo now, but. <laughs> they didn't but, read the animation three weeks ago after she Like, yeah, I mean, like, did they have negotiations for the voice? And if they decided not to give their voice, they also didn't give them their face or something? Like, and Adam, dig into that. I want to know why some people look so much like their actors and some don't. For sure. Absolutely. Thanks. For sure, for sure, for sure. I'll specifically ask if they redo, re, redrew yeah. and reanimated <laughs> Black Widow before. Like maybe they did. I don't... It is interesting. They're not putting any of the new voices out for press um, so far. They're just doing the known people i mean it makes sense because that's who the people want to talk to but you would think they want to especially for like the iron mans and uh whoever did steve rogers yeah Um, i mean and steve rogers looked like chris evans from captain america so you know i mean it, it doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason who doesn't who looks like their actor and who doesn't but also we have we discussed is what is each episode in its own universe um i don't know if we know yet yeah so i'm trying to well we do know 
I don't think so because I'm trying to remember this. No, there Hawkeye, was a captain. There was Hawk- a Captain America shield in the collector's collection. Okay, and there's a cap shield in the ice. The bigger one to me is Hawkeye is with Nick Fury. Um, in the end of the first episode when Captain Carter shows up. Mm-hmm. But Hawkeye is dead uh, before Avengers in the storyline, the the timeline of the third one, and we have a traditional cap shield in the ice of that one, mm-hmm. which seems to suggest that they do not fit together. At the very least, you'd expect Captain Carter would have popped up in the third episode if she had come back from the portal and Clint had seen her before Clint died. Does that make sense? Right. And we know there's a team up coming too for the team shot. So like the main what if continuity or the main what if universe is the one at the end of episode one that Captain Carter goes to. And then anything post Stinger in any of the episodes is its own deal probably, maybe, sort of. Who knows? Yeah, I think we're going to get like a multiversal Avengers at some point. I'm hoping. I think that will be cool. They give us a team shot, so I would guess, you know, is Ultron with the Infinity Stones the big bad? Does the Watcher break bad, or what what goes on, you know? Yeah, we'll see. It's it's kind of fun. I saw somebody on Twitter say that it would be cool if, if, you know, sort of like they edited WandaVision a little bit after it posted. If now the movie is on Disney Plus, if they somehow put the Watcher back in the background in those movies somewhere, oh, just sort of in the sky, just you know somewhere in those movies, when you go back and rewatch, suddenly you'll see the Watcher in the sky. That's kind of interesting. I mean, that would just be fun to me. Like, yeah, yeah, it would get people doing rewatches. Like, people need even more reason. I I think. that's part of the problem with what if is like it's one of those again that's a deep dive into everything you know you know if if you don't know how things should be you don't know how they're changing and it's really challenging some of my memories of those early movies yeah it also i mean this one was interesting because this one was almost based on knowledge of fury's big week the comic yeah because a lot of people who've watched the movies even don't realize that incredible hulk iron man 2 and Thor all take place within the same week, but that was like put together by a comic that was released outside of the films. So Um, we haven't talked about on this show. Others have the one thing I have noticed is the, this week was much better because it was a more original story. Sometimes the pacing on these things are a little weird because they're assuming that you're filling in knowledge from the movies. So like the captain Carter one, there were plot points that went by real fast because they're just kind of assuming, I guess, that you know the movie, which is kind of a peculiarity of the show, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some animated stuff that came. They're, they're starting to cast for the second animated show. And it sounds like it's just like a family travel thing or something. There's no like superheroes attached or something. They're looking for the writer, I guess. Um, And they're looking here. I should have just pulled the story up. But I mean, at some point, certainly we're going to get an animated show 
that introduces characters before in live action, right? Or is everything that's going to be animated, are they going to debut first in live action? Well, to be yeah. fair, Uatu was first in animation. And if that is Shumagorath, and Shumagorath is in a later Marvel movie, like we've mm-hmm. heard, that would be another one that's animated first, right? Right. Yeah, I wonder why they won't called the thing Shumagorath. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just maybe it's just whatever. <clears throat> so where's that? You talk about other animated stuff. I want a power pack show so bad. It just makes so much sense for them to do an animated power pack show, but what are you gonna do? Um speaking of animated stuff, um if you were one of the five people holding out for Hitmonkey stuff, um, just watch social media soon. Ooh, that's a big scoop for all you, you yeah, monkeys. Huge scoop for, uh, for all, all you Hitmonkey heads. Yeah. Um. Well, that's about all it is. It's like a family travel thing. Hmm. With a female lead, age 14 to 16, and a male lead, age 14 to 16, a brother and sister. A young woman is on a road trip mission with her brother following the funeral of their father. Oh. <laughs> it can't be Tony Stark's kid, could it? Well, <laughs> there will be an AI in it as well. The three of them will be thrown into weird, interesting, and fun circumstances that will build the sibling relationship. Oh, that's interesting. Where did this come from? Um, this is from uh, Daniel RPK. Oh, gotcha. So we'll see if this is legit or what it is. I mean, he always has casting grids, and I would guess that's this is where the casting grid came from. Yeah, <clears throat> but Let's... it does it does make sure that they're just looking for one writer to do um, an eight episode half hour series. Okay, just one writer for the whole show. Cool. Uh, let's do the mailbag real quick. Uh, over on the website, Love Waffle. That was really interesting. His comment last week was, I wanted to take some more wild swings with what if that I'm not sure Marvel or Disney is willing to make. The first two episodes are pretty safe. Um, but he was saying that he would like to see something that's more dark, weird, or downright silly. And I feel like we got this week a lot more dark and weird. So uh, he also had a great suggestion. Uh, he wants them to do a WandaVision episode where instead of filling WandaVision's hex world with live action sitcoms, she fills them with like animated sitcoms. So it's like her and vision with like the Flintstones and stuff, I guess, which I think would be brilliant. Like that would be so much fun to see a WandaVision episode. That's in the style of like the Simpsons and things like I would enjoy that very much. Um, Dave on the website, uh, didn't love the Captain Britain episode. Um, uh, he was mentioned that he saw the name Kurt Russell in the, the credits and was like, yeah, that kind of spoils thing. This week I closed my eyes during the opening credits personally, so I didn't have anything ruined. Um, but he was also saying, um, it's interesting that the watcher introduces us of these as what ifs since 
from the watcher's perspective, all universes should be equally valid. Why is why are they what ifs instead of what no. if Tony became Iron Man? You know, no, but they spe- he specifically said it in this episode. He said, "You know this universe, right?" But here are the other ones yeah. that happened, and that's what I really loved in the first episode where he was like, "Okay, this is the point where it diverged from the universe you know," right which they haven't kept up in the other episodes like i kind of looked forward to that in like every episode of being like this is what it took to change it well and i still haven't understand even though we have a multiverse i don't know they could still kind of see what the sacred timeline is couldn't they like well but it's not the sacred timeline that was just something made up by kang right but visually there was like that timeline and then everything branches from it yeah, so I would still think if you're like hanging out in, in the one who remains castle, you can still kind of tell one of these is the center of them all, right? Uh, I mean, judging by the visuals, and that's the thing, judging by the visuals we got in the last episode, it looks more of a nebula than a web or something. Okay. You know, so I mean, that's the thing. So did the events of Loki established the multiverse and then no way home's going to like break down the walls between the multiverses or the walls between the universes or. Well, and it's tricky. I'm right now of the understanding. This is stay with me that like everything in the MCU exists in a multiversal world. Because even though Sylvie killed the one who remains at the end of time, it affected multiversal timelines throughout the timeline. So what we've seen is always from that perspective. Like in a way, that scene with Sylvie killing the one who remains is really the first thing chronologically in the MCU, even though it's not the first, but it's kind of the causally the first. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, when the Ancient One says there's a vast multiverse in Doctor Strange, she's lying. But I don't think she is. I think she lives in a reality where Sylvie has already flipped the switch to a multiverse for her. Well, but, but the multiverse existed before Sylvie killed He Who Remains. The multiverse, He Who Remains went out and pruned pieces of the multiverse because it existed before. Oh, so you think Ancient One is talking about it before he successfully prunes everything? I mean, I mean, supposedly, well, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, I know what Mrs. Minutes teaches at the beginning of Loki is is propaganda, but didn't he say in the final episode during that 11-minute monologue that there was a multiversal war of yep, some sort? He does. Okay, so the multiversal war happened. So there was a multiverse and it extended into chaos. Therefore, he went and pruned to, I mean, you know, whether it was just so he could survive or right. whatever. But, I mean, couldn't the HM1 should just have been aware of that multiversal war and also be dedicated to keeping that from happening? Yeah, I guess I'm just saying as much as Kang is outside of time in Loki... Yeah. It's like a switch. Like the multiverse exists or doesn't exist. It can't exist at one point and then stop existing and start existing because whatever they do in that place that's outside of time, it equally affects the entire timeline simultaneously. Does that make sense? Yes, but this is why I hate all this crap. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, what you're saying makes sense, but also the ancient one knew about the multiverse. I mean, like the two things can exist in the same. Um, right. It's also, they can both be true. Right. And uh, also when they wrote Dr. Strange, they didn't know what they were doing, you know, now with Loki and Disney plus wasn't a twinkle in someone's eye when Dr. Strange was being filmed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think Feige knew he was going in a multiversal direction. Why do you think they did it? Just so they could? Do you think, I mean, just so they could explain Toby and Andrew Garfield? Or why do you... No, I think he chose to go in a multiversal direction before the Fox merger. I mean, I think as they were finishing up Phase 3, he started making plans for Phase 4. And Phase 4 is obviously multiversal. To me, the scene that explains it best is that scene with all the infinity stones in a drawer at the TVA. They asked themselves, how do we up the ante? Mm -hmm. And the only way they could do it was to have a multiverse that was even bigger and more important than having all of the power in the entire universe of a single universe, you know? Right. Uh, I also want on Twitter just to uh, shout out to uh, Kazakun Forever. Uh, He shared with me like a really cool a Black Bolt and Medusa like Christmas ad from Marvel Comics in like the 70s or 80s. So that was that was enjoyable. I appreciated that very much. It looked really cool. I want them to get rebooted so badly. Yeah, you and me both. We'll we'll see what happens. Um uh, that's about all. I know we have a few other like long timers that have been sending us stuff of there was a whole conversation about moonshine, I think, with a friend from Tennessee <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Thanks, guys, for sending that stuff. We appreciate oh, I got called out on the moonshine by our buddy Michael T. Ford. Uh-oh. Who was <laughs> I wonder like, why he hasn't gotten offered. I have right? hung out with you, and you have not offered me the moonshine. So I yeah. apologize, Mike. And also, I don't know if you saw, Finn Russell is a rugby player. So if any of you were listening to this podcast, are like, Caleb said Finn Russell instead of Finn Jones because that's a rugby player. That is correct. It like I was just sitting in my couch, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, he plays for Scotland." That's what happened. <laughs> also, Finn Jones this week got called out on Instagram. <laughs> Somebody videoed him like on the streets of New York and called him some dad. Um, DJing. He was like DJing out of the back of an SUV, and they were like, "Look at that dad." playing the tunes or something <laughs> should we worry about him like is he already spent all that iron fist money and now he's just like djing and suvs he, look at the instagram post he commented on there begging him to credit him he like loved the that post. they called him out like anyways uh, so any day now you're gonna like yeah. find him at a subway station just like trying to like you know panhandle rhiannon looking like the so fresh and so clean scene from iron fist at the very beginning something like that yeah in the same costume no i i think i mean finn's in something recently that made it to television um hilly steinfeld show what was that dickinson yeah yeah a period something or other um the show that people told us made it impossible for her to ever be in hawkeye i remember that Uh, that guy quit twitter we're good (laughs) Yeah, I don't think Finn is living on the streets yet. I think he just enjoys DJing. He loves spinning records. So, yeah, 
Hey man, do what you love. That's why we record a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I guess something like that. There you go. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. All right. Thanks for listening to the show guys. Um, we still haven't figured out next week. Shang-Chi is coming out and we're going to review it. Rhiannon, um, once again, is living her life not based on a Marvel calendar. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, I no, made we'll, a mistake. We'll, we'll figure out something. We'll, we'll, we'll do it some way. And uh, maybe it'll come out a day or two later. Whatever. We'll talk Shang-Chi. We'll talk season, episode four of uh, Doctor Strange of What If Adam Incepted Ideas into Me. Um, but yeah, so we'll see you next week. Thanks for supporting the show. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Marvel News Desk. We'll help us to. Uh, pay the bills and also what you do get is uh you can watch these live at a certain level and then we also post them early before the edited version comes out so thanks for listening to the show guys we'll talk to you later